Welcome back to the Lotus Life Podcast. I'm so excited to be back recording not only this audio, but back into video too. I had a little bit of trouble with my Logitech Brio for a second. It was lagging, it wouldn't focus, and I think I just needed to update the app. So um, if you're listening to this, cool. Know that I'm also back to recording these as a video. I'm putting them on my YouTube channel. You can find me on YouTube searching The Lotus Life. It's not under my name. It's actually under The Lotus Life. So how's everyone doing? How's your week been? How's your weekend been? How's life going for you? I know there's so much that you guys are doing. I speak to a lot of you who are my listeners often, either at the studio or in some of the online training that I'm doing, such as the Manifesting Mastery Group right now. And you guys have so much on your plate. And this episode is kind of about that, but more so about what do we do to get us out of this cycle of being really grumpy when things do not – I feel like kind of a toddler when I said grumpy. You're so grumpy. <laughs> I'm used to swearing. I just got done hanging out with my mom who doesn't swear a lot. So I think that's probably why I just gave you the PG version. I'm When you're really pissed off, the fucking pissed off, what do you do when you're fucking pissed off? <laughs> there we go. Kim's back. Okay, good. But anyway, you know, we have so much to do. We have so many responsibilities. And almost all the time, the day doesn't go as planned. So I find, and this happens for me too, um, I have a lot of goals, a lot of plans. I've got a journal right here that's packed for the remainder of the year with everything I want to do and how I want to serve you guys. So I am no stranger to planning things and then it not going as planned. And this episode is about how do we best serve ourselves when the day, the week, the month, but we'll focus on the context of the day, doesn't go as planned. What are the strategies that you can bring in? What's the philosophy here? What's the mindset that you could adopt to help you switch out of the gear of, uh, what the fuck, to, all right, not what I wanted, not what I was hoping for, not what I planned for, but I'll go with it. Because when we can do that, when we can switch from the gear of reaction into a really intentional response, we gain the power back. We, we grab it back. So often, life happens, life comes at us, and it steals our attention and it steals our valuable time, our valuable attention, but it steals our power. And then we don't address that. We just stay mad at the thing or the person or the event that stole their power. We don't really address that it's our fucking fault. (laughs) We're the one that stayed in the crappy mood We're the one that stayed caught in the loop, that cycle of like, oh, if that didn't happen and if they didn't happen or if I told them to get that done first and that, you know, we we just blame the situation and it becomes like this when the washing machine is going around and around and it affects our whole day and it affects everyone else that you're dealing with it coming into contact with. And I don't know if you noticed, but the world doesn't need your negative attitude. (laughs) No, that's really, that's really not compassionate, but I'm coming... I'm joking. You guys know I joke. But 
really, I want to just address that one, it's totally normal when you have a lot on your plate to be very pissed off when you can't get all those things done. But we have to take responsibility that maybe one, we put too much on our plate every single day and we overestimate what we can get done. And so when things don't go as planned and we don't get to cross things off that list, the very arbitrary list sometimes, that really moves no needle in any direction, not all the time, but sometimes we get pissed that those things actually interrupted that checking off of the list. And then that robs us of our energy, which then steals us away from the potential to get right back into checking those things off the list. Do you know how much time you waste getting caught in that mental loop of rumination and replaying what went wrong? Oh my God, I know myself. I could get caught up in that loop for hours, for days, for fucking years. I'm still, I'm being totally honest with you. I'm still thinking about shit that happened years ago, especially depending on the size of the event, right? Like, I don't really think about my divorce anymore, but um, it was my ex's birthday yesterday. So I thought about my ex for a hot second there. And I was like, all right, well, hope he's having a good birthday. And then I was like, well, actually, I don't really care. Not in a bad way, but I just like don't. I was like, whatever. I wish him well, but on the day. But then like more traumatic events, like when my dad had his stroke and like those things create knots in our energy system and can stay there for quite some time. So I'm not really going to address the big things, the big traumatic events that can happen. This podcast, this episode is more about the day-to-day little things that can rob us because just like the little things that you do every day to create great progress, that happens, but also the very little things can steer us away very quickly from our goals and our our desires and our responsibilities, um, not so much our responsibilities, but the things that we really want to achieve. It takes a small thing to make great progress, and it takes a small thing to wreck great progress. So what we want to be doing and we want to be skillful at, and what I'm working on myself and training others as well, is to note the moment you are distracted, note the whoops Note the event that's stopping you from from going in the direction you thought the day was going to go and just label it. The first step is label it. This is not as I planned because what happens when you label things is you remove the subjective response. Now you still, um, let me start over. You remove the, you stop the subjective response. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't remove it yet. That's coming up in a couple steps, but what you do is you stop it from festering. You just label it, not what I planned. And now we can work with it. It's like when you're a little kid and were you ever like afraid of something under the bed or afraid of something in the closet? As soon as the lights were out, like I used to run and like jump to my bed because I was convinced that there was something under the bed, even though I really knew there wasn't. I still couldn't stop thinking that There was something under the bed that was going to come and get me. So I would like time it that as soon as I flipped the light, I would just run and jump, right? Boom. And then eventually I grew out of that um, a little. Actually, I'm still a little bit freaked out of the dark. But I think that's evolutionary survival adaptation. So I guess I'm I'm okay with that. Um, I no longer jump to my bed, except for fun, I guess. (laughs) But um, 
you know, we, where the fuck was I even going with that? Oh my God, I completely, why was I using that analogy? Oh, this is funny. Whatever. I'll keep talking and maybe it'll come back to me. Um, but <laughs> you guys are getting the real podcast, the real, the real Kim here. I'm not, I don't edit things out because I think this is just, it's good for you to see and hear the real humanness. Um, this has been a long day, I suppose, but <sighs> when we, have the little things happen. They need to be labeled because, ah, there we go. I got it. I got it. I know where I know where I was going, you guys. I got you. I got you. We're back on track here. Um, but when you are afraid of something, it's an unknown. It doesn't have a label yet. And when we don't label it, it could be anything. It could be a really big thing. It could be a very scary thing. It juicy monster, hairy monster coming to get you, right? Like it's it's an unknown and so it actually rules you. When you label something, we put it in a box. We put it in this neat little box of I know what you are because you got a label now. And that label actually helps us to calm the fuck down and, and take ownership again of how we're feeling. So that's the power and the importance of not running and jumping on your bed, but also really just labeling that monster of, hey, you're not as big and you're not as spooky and scary as I thought you were. You actually have a label now and you're called my distraction or my unplanned event for today. Okay. So first step is to acknowledge it, pause and label it my unplanned event. The next thing is to remind yourself that you have options. You have options on how you feel as a result of that moment. You could continue on the path, and maybe it is the right response. Let's give yourself some credit here. Like maybe your flat tire really was a scary thing and a, a real wrench in the day. So to be pissed off is actually a very valid response. But at some point, we have to ask is this valuable? If I keep acting this way, is this adding to my day or stealing something? What we want to do is give ourselves the reminder of that we have options with this simple question. And I've talked about this question before. I love it. It's such a powerful tool. Ask yourself this question. Is there another way to be? Is there another way to be with this moment, with this situation? And just give yourself a second to see what comes up. Give yourself a second to go, well, I'm pissed off right now. But I guess the other emotion is I'm relieved that that happened because now I know, you know, at least I wasn't going really fast when the flat tire happened, right? Or at least I'm parked. I'm not even driving anywhere. And, you know, that happened. So I'm safe. So giving yourself that question, is there another way to be, will loosen the grip that that moment has on you completely. And now we're starting to feel like we're getting that power back slowly, step by step. And the third thing we want to do is take a deep breath in. And I know that sounds really basic, like so basic and so simple that maybe you're like, uh, really? But yeah, these, these resets of regaining your power Remember, they're simple. They're very small things you can do to gain the power back. Just like sometimes they're very small things that happen that we go off on a tangent on and completely surrender our power to whatever. We're at the mercy of life, right? We're, we don't want to always be on something else's agenda, someone else's agenda. And I think most of us do coast through life like that, where at the whim, whatever happens, we're suddenly whew, 
like a like a leaf in the breeze and we're we're any emotion that we've been trained and programmed to happen, we just let that happen instead of reclaiming, grabbing, reaching out there, grabbing my power. Whoops, where are you going? Come back. You're mine. I'm that's my power. That's me. I say it's my agenda. I rule the day. I say what's happening here. And actually, that's not even a selfish thing. That's like adulthood. It's like responsibility of owning your responsibility and asking, is this is this right? Is this all I've got? Is this one mode of every time shit goes wrong, this is the mode? Is this really all I got? Probably not, but it feels that way because that's the one we've used the most. We've made a really great muscle of it, right? Like we go to the gym, we keep flexing the same muscle. It gets stronger. It gets easier. It gets it gets to happen more and more. But that's not always the best thing. So first thing we want to do is label it. This is a distracting thing or this is the unplanned event. Okay. Step two, we ask that magical question. Is there another way to be? And we wait. Step three, we can do it right with step two at the same time. Step three is we take a deep breath in and out. Just one. Just one breath with your full attention. You can't be thinking about anything. You can't be texting. You can't be in a conversation. I need you to commit to that full breath in and out. One magic breath. In, through the nose, out through the mouth. You've gained presence back. Why? Because your breath is happening not in the future, not in the past. It's happening now. Your breath is happening right now. I was just outside picking up twigs off my front yard. It's really nice out today. And um, as I'm picking up these twigs and these branches, I noticed that I wasn't present. I immediately was thinking about how I'm going to post later on Instagram, how I need to do this podcast, how I'm going to, you know, how my day went with my mom and all this stuff. And then I went, I was like, whoa, like, hold up. This isn't really a great opportunity to be present unless I try to be present. So can I be with just picking up one stick at a time? So I tried again. I tried to focus on me just going around picking up twigs. And again, my mind used it as a moment to to plan, to think. And I was like, okay, let me see if I can really be present. What other skill do I have? And I literally went like this. I took a breath in through the nose and I exhaled at the mouth. I did the one magic breath. And it brought me to the now because your breath, again, it isn't it isn't this time portal machine like the mind where we could go to the future, we can go to the past, and we're never really in the now. The breath is only happening now and again now and again now and again now. So the more you tether your awareness to your breath, the more you're going to be here now. And we have power now. It's when we think about the interruption to our day and the time we lost, that we get stuck in the past. And our brain is aware that we're stuck in the past. And that's where and when we know we need to be in the future, doing all these things. And so there's no, there's a battle, there's this duality immediately in the mind. That's why we get so anxious. I'm still thinking about what happened and how it interrupted my day. That's the past. But I need to be way over here, already an hour ahead, you know, like doing X, Y, and Z. I should have been done with that already. That's the future. But the breath, <sighs> Is right now. So you've got three tools, three steps to do to take your power back in the day when it goes a different direction. And I'm just going to add like a little cherry on top here and say this. Maybe this is better. Maybe it's a really good thing 
that your day didn't go as planned. Maybe you had a lot of unnecessary shit on your to-do list anyhow. Did any of that really move the needle? Is any of it really serving you? I'm sure there's a couple things that maybe you just have to do. You got children, you've got a job, you got some things that you're obligated to do, but the rest of it, was it really serving you? This might be a great opportunity to see where, you know, where can I set some things down? Where can I subtract rather than add to have a more fulfilling life? Because maybe, just maybe, and I don't know, maybe you and I can experiment with this, but on the days that you have less to do, is there really a chance for something to go wrong? Is there really a chance for something to go a different direction? Because like the more I have to do, the more I have the day planned out, I think that's greater the probability that things are going to go differently because I have so much that needs to go my way. Does that make sense? Whereas if I decrease that to-do list and leave a little bit more openness, there's, there's nothing to bounce off of. There's nothing to ricochet off of. I have no wall built of um, things that need to be done. I don't know if this is coming across. I hope that it is. I'm talking pretty abstract about it. I can't really seem to find any other words about it. But like, if we have less to do, then there's less that will be influenced by a thing going differently in our day. Now, there's still surprising events. Like a flat tire is always surprising. You're never like, oh, tomorrow at noon, flat tire. Can't wait. I will plan for that now. Flat tires just happen, so it's a surprise. But if you're not on your way to something that has to happen, um, or if you're not like, I need to get to Target to return my things, ah, oh, right? If you're not in that mindset, you're just, you know, go about your day, just enjoying the day. The tire, flat tire is still a disruption and it's still a little bit of a negative, but you're not losing your power to it as much as you would if you had this huge to-do list. So I think this is a really great opportunity for us to do some spring cleaning of the things that we maybe packed on. Like have we hoarded over the winter things to do to prevent us from being a little more easeful in our life? So anyhow, that's just a little extra philosophical cherry on top for you to ponder. Um, yeah. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, I love you and I appreciate you being here and can't wait to be with you next week. Mm-hmm.